You're listening to True Story, a night of true tales told to friends. Great news. Our Kickstarter for the True Story game was 110% funded by you. Thanks so much. There was a little while there where we were seriously stressing. We believed that our podcast listeners would love a game that gets groups of friends telling stories to each other. But what if we were wrong? And then boom, in the final days of our campaign, we had a surge and sprinted over the finish line. Now our sights are set on making this game for you, and we're planning to deliver it in time for winter holidays. For anyone who missed the Kickstarter, it's not too late to get in on the fun. Head to TrueStoryGame.com to learn about it and pre-order. Storytime. This one came from our friends at Stanford Storytelling Project and the Department of Theater and Performance Studies. When I was a kid, I was fascinated by the idea of infinity. I would play this little thought experiment game with myself late at night after everybody had gone to sleep, sitting up in the silence and the darkness, staring at the ceiling and imagining that it stretched way past the top of the room. I did this because it made me feel like hot shit. (laughs) (laughs) To be a 10-year-old kid and to grapple with thinking about what it was like to be insignificant and what it was like to know that the universe was so huge and empty. And I also did it because it gave me this weird, terrifying and yet euphoric feeling, like the kind of feeling you get when you're reaching the crest of a roller coaster and you look down at where you're about to go and your stomach drops way before you do. Over time, I grew out of that little habit of mine because I had other things to think about before I went to sleep. I would think about girls or schoolwork or other girls. But I had, I guess you could call it a a relapse. I think that word's a bit too intense, but we'll just call it a relapse. On June 2nd, 2013, standing on the bow of a boat in the San Francisco Bay, looking out on the ocean, looking out at how far it stretched and how empty it was and how dark and how silent. And I felt that feeling in my stomach again because I was thinking about the call that I had received that morning, the call that took all the sound out of my life. Now just to backtrack a little bit, so I woke up that morning intent on getting as much done as possible because that night, that Sunday night, our dorm was having an end of the year event. We were having a, um, a boat dance, which is when we were going to dress up and get on a boat, go into the San Francisco Bay and dance. So boat dance. <laughs> And so I woke up anticipating that and having to get all this work done. And my dad called me like he does every Sunday morning. That's not out of the ordinary. That's according to plan. But as soon as I picked up the phone and I heard his voice and the way that he was talking, the sound started to fade away. And he felt like he was miles and miles away. And his voice was becoming muffled. And I felt myself ticking upward and upward and upward that roller coaster. And I reached the crest, and I looked down, and my stomach dropped out, and I didn't need to hear him say, your grandma Mary died last night. And I didn't need to hear the water streaming out of the high-pressure showerhead in the bathroom to feel the ring that it was carving on my back as I leaned against the wall of the stall and cried. And I didn't need to hear, as I stood on the bow of that boat, to understand, again, infinity and emptiness and silence. 
Part of me wanted to be able to hear again, to be able to take in the world, but another part of me was reviving that sort of youthful thrill that I got at being the one guy who was figuring it out, who was really thinking about these deep psychological issues. And that satisfaction is the only thing that was really keeping me together at that point. But that all changed as soon as we passed under the bridge. And by that point, I had moved to the back of the boat. I don't know what it's called. Is it like the stern or something? I'm bad with boat geography. But I was at the back of the boat. I was looking up at, at the sky, and then this streak of orange light came into my field of view. And if you know anything about the Golden Gate Bridge, you know that in photographs, you understand that it's big. You understand that it is a towering piece of architecture. But it's framed. It's, it's contained. You can look away from it. It's small in its frame. But when you're looking up at the Golden Gate Bridge from below, it is anything but small. It is a huge, beautiful orange streak of light. It, it fills your eyes like they've never been filled before. And all at once, I felt every sound pouring into me. I heard generations past looking up at that bridge. And I, I smiled for the first time that day. And I grabbed the shoulders of the people around me. And all I could do was point and gesture wildly like a madman and say, People made this, and they looked at me, and they said, yeah, no shit, it's a bridge. <laughs> and I said, no, 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 you don't, you don't understand. People made this, and I couldn't make them understand the joy that I felt in that moment of being able to see this monument and understand that human beings had been able to conquer the huge, empty vastness of the sea and the sky. The real epiphany came when we were walking back along the dock. I could hear even the tiny sounds, the waves lapping up against the wood of the dock. I could hear the hulls of the boats bob back and forth in the water. I could hear the wind whistle through the hairs on the back of my neck. I realized that silence and darkness are not things to be feared, because even at its most calm, the world is abuzz with the movements of uncountable atoms and dreams. True Story is produced by Daniel Steinbach, Kevin Townsend, Zandra Clark, and me, Will Rogers. Our theme music is by Daniel Steinbach. Our executive producer on Patreon is John Hogan. To learn more about True Story or to host your own True Story party, head over to our website, truestorytime.org, where we always love hearing from you. Everyone, I hardly know you. But when something comes and grabs a hold Take the hands that open up A life that's led is something gold I've been alone